Welcome back to Life in 10. This is episode 134. There's just a very strange story in the book of Genesis that we are all probably very familiar with, or at least we think we are. <laughs> we all know the story of Noah and the ark. Two by two, he loaded the animals, male and female, on a massive boat that he was instructed to build because God had plans to destroy the earth because of how great the wickedness of the human race had become. That's quoted directly from chapter 6. It was because of how great the wickedness of the human race had become. Looking at the story now, we seem to almost weirdly romanticize this horrific event as the majority of the world was wiped clean and only two of each animal in Noah's family survived. Again, just the whole story is just quite strange. But I will say, and I imagine you would agree, nothing <laughs> nothing in our lives seems normal anymore. Everything is strange, and even everything feels strange. I don't know if you feel the same way, but thats I would say that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm sure you have some of the same questions that I have about this story. How did Noah manage to build a huge boat, and how was there, I mean, who was there to help him? How did he manage to get all those animals on the boat? How long did that take him? When the flood was over, how was the world population rebuilt within a family? Because, I mean, incest would have had to be in the place for that one to happen. Look, all good questions. Uh, and frankly, I don't know myself what the answers are. But let me say this. I'm not really sure any of those questions have anything to do with the point of the story. I feel like sometimes we miss the point of the story. We miss it regularly. We miss the point of our story, of why we are here. We miss the passion that our story brands are supposed to bring. We miss the wonder of our story. We frequently miss the point. I remember growing up hearing the story of Noah and hearing how his family was mocked and made fun of for building a boat in the middle of nowhere in a place where it hadn't rained for years. Reading into it more, that actually is not in Scripture. None of that is, or at least from what I could find. But even if it's not, I would imagine that would have happened. I mean, think about it. Become Noah for a second. A guy that you can't see speaks to you and says he's going to destroy the earth but wants to save your family and these animals. So you're supposed to build a boat, find all these animals, and be ready to board the boat as soon as the rain begins. <laughs> now, how would you go about explaining that to people who are watching you tear down and trim up hundreds of trees and capture all these animals and get them on a boat? Of course, people are going to think you're nuts. They didn't hear from God. They didn't get the memo. So other people, what you are doing is completely crazy and has no backing or support. I mean, what are you doing? Why would you waste all this time working on something where you don't even know if it's going to happen? Now we're getting somewhere. Some of you right now, including myself, are working on things in your head and your heart that make absolutely no sense. On the surface level, you're just like Noah. 
You have a good family. You have a wonderful spouse. From the sounds of it, Noah was a good man and probably had a good life. Yet, he was thrown into a complete mess. And also, he was given a task that seemed just absolutely impossible. You know what else? It didn't make any sense. Does this scenario register with you, possibly? You're going through the same interactions he was. I have three words for you, and I hope these three words roll around in your heart this entire week. Build the boat. Build the boat. Doesn't make any sense. You don't have to explain it to anyone. No one has to get it. You don't even have to get it. But build the boat. It's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of effort with maybe very little support. But you know it, and I know it. You were supposed to build that boat. It's going to appear impossible. You could lose some friends along the way. But you know within your heart of hearts that that's what you're supposed to do. In Noah's case, it took a while before the rains came. So there was a long period of time where he spent, where he was working on something that he didn't see really the results. He saw the physical results, but he didn't see the purpose of what he was doing. There was one part in the scripture that, that uh, well, there's one part the scripture doesn't talk about, but I'm convinced actually happened. And maybe it relates more to us than the rest of it. When Noah was told to do this task, for however long it took him to complete it, I know that there were two things going through his head every day. What are other people going to think about it? And am I really supposed to be doing this? We all, whether we like to admit it or not, have these two fears. How are other people going to respond to what I'm doing? I've heard plenty of people say they don't care what others think, but we all know that's just not true. We do. It just depends on the caliber of care. But we care. We get concerned about what others might think about our decisions or our beliefs or how we plan to respond to things and on and on. We do care. The other thing we struggle with is our own personal self-doubt. We question ourselves on if we are supposed to be doing what we know we are supposed to be doing. Isn't that kind of strange? We are like Noah in the sense that we are doing the work, but we aren't seeing the results. So we wonder if we are meant for this path. Or we wonder if if we can even handle it. Noah doubted himself through that process. There's no doubt in my mind. I wonder how many times he questioned God and said, are you sure this is what you want me to do? Are you really doing or going to do what you said you're going to do? My friends, build the boat. You're being told to build it. You know you are. So go do it. And don't let doubt get in your way from others or yourself. Never forget that you are loved and you are highly valued. Have a great week.